Hello and welcome to Footsteps, a podcast hosted by High Desert United Methodist Church in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, where our mission is loving God, serving others, changing lives. We are in the Christian season of Advent. To be honest, I think I like Advent more than Christmas. I mean, it's a busy time, but it's full of anticipation as we prepare for the coming of Jesus Christ. But it is more than that. If we are preparing for an event that happened many years ago, we're missing the point. So as you prepare for Christmas with parties, presents, and reunion, let's think about why the coming of Christ on Christmas Day is so important to us today. Mark 1, 1 1-8 reads, The beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet. I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one in the calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people in Jerusalem went out to him. Confessing their sins, they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and honey. And this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist tells us that we are not just preparing for the birth of a child. He tells us that Jesus is coming to do something new. Jesus is coming to baptize us with the Holy Spirit. That is to bring us closer to God. So, what if Jesus came today? Would you be prepared? Or would you be like Mr. Haley? During his presidency, Dwight Eisenhower was visiting Denver. His attention was called to an open letter which told how a six-year-old boy, Paul Haley, was dying of cancer and wanted to see the president. Spontaneously, President Eisenhower decided to grant the boy's request. One Sunday morning, a limousine pulled up outside the Haley home and outstepped the president. He walked up to the door and knocked. Mr. Donald Haley, unshaven, wearing blue jeans and an old shirt, opened the door. Behind him stood his little son, Paul. Eisenhower said to the sick lad, Paul, I understand that you want to see me. I am glad to see you. Shaking hands with the boy, He led him to see the presidential limousine, then took his leave. But Mr. Donald Haley never forgot how he was dressed when he opened the door. What a way to meet the president of the USA, he said. Will you be ready when Jesus comes? The truth is that we are not just preparing for the birth of Jesus. We are preparing for the time when we see him again. In John 14, 1-7, we read, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? 
And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you know my Father as well. From now on, you know him and have seen him. Advent and Christmas should remind us that as we prepare for the birth, we should also be preparing for the time when we enter the kingdom of heaven, much as we prepare for a celebration by, oh, say, baking a cake. As we just read, and as we read in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And of course, Paul reminds us in Romans 3.22, God puts people right through their faith in Jesus. That is, not through their works. So as you choose to make your cake, will it be an angel food or a devil's food cake? Well, I am sure you are planning to make an angel food cake. So let's pull out the recipe book, the Bible. In Luke chapter 21, verse 36, we read, Be on watch and pray always that you will have the strength to go safely through all things that will happen and to stand before the Son of Man. Along with praying, Jesus warns us to be persistent in Luke 18, verses 2 through 8, Jesus tells us a parable. In a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, Grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Let me tell you about the first time I made an angel food cake. I was an infant in my knowledge of baking. I got out the cookbook, assembled the ingredients, mixed everything up, and baked up, oh, a two-inch high cake. <laughs> Let's just say I wasn't going to win any baking contests. Obviously, we need a recipe book, so God provided us with the scriptures. In 2 Timothy 3, 14-15, we read, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from your infancy you have known the scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through the faith in Jesus Christ. Reading the scriptures helps us to grow in our faith, and learn from the prophets and saints in the Bible what they did right and where they missed their mark. Of course, just having the recipe book or scriptures 
does not help with preparation. You need to act. In James 2, verses 14 through 17, and then verse 26, we read, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. At the same time, Jesus warns us in Luke 21, 34 and 35. Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness and the anxieties of life and that day will close on you suddenly like a trap. For it will come on all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. In my case, my cake failure was not from failing to act. It was failing to act properly when it came to whipping the egg whites. You could say I overacted by overbeating the eggs. I am certain that, being an inexperienced baker, God would have forgiven me. However, I know that he would expect me to mature as a baker. Since my first failure, I prepared many successful angel food cakes. I learned to properly whip the egg whites from my mother and others. My preparation was not a one-time thing. It has been a lifelong desire to get better at baking. So it is with our Christian lives. We should always be preparing for Christmas, for the time that we will meet Jesus Christ face to face. Jesus tells us to be prepared. We do not know when we will meet him face to face. In Luke 21, verses 35 through 40, we read, Be dressed ready for service, and keep your lamps burning, like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them watching when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will dress himself to serve, will have them recline at the table, and will come and wait on them. It will be good for those servants whose master finds them ready, even if he comes in the middle of the night or toward daybreak. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. So this Advent season, how are you preparing? Take time to consider. Are you praying, studying the scriptures, and are you acting on your faith? As always, we want to thank you for listening to Footsteps. If you found this helpful, feel free to share it with your friends or family. If you have any comments, please email us at footsteps.hdumc at gmail.com. Of course, 
If you are in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, we invite you to join us in person at High Desert United Methodist Church. If you are unable to join in person, watch us online at highdesertumc.org. We pray that God richly blesses your life.